Hello, Bandase. Welcome to the Umdase podcast, which is um, part of the Umdase initiative. My name is Michelle Siabonga Khadebe, and I am your host for the Umdase podcast and also the founder of the Umdase initiative. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast episode. For those of you who follow us on Instagram at Umdase initiative, thank you so much for your support over on that platform. And for those of you who don't follow us yet, please, please, please head over to social media, head over to Instagram and please make sure that you follow us. You hit the like button, you hit the comment button, you share our stories. We'd really, really appreciate that. Now, this is our first episode. Can we have a round of applause for that? Yeah, it's our first episode and I'm super, super excited for it. Now, this episode is going to be a brief one. So we're just going to get to know each other. It's going to be a little bit nice and personal. And um, I'm also going to talk to you about some of the things to expect from um, our podcast. So I'm super excited for that. Like I said... My name is Michelle Siamonga Khadebe. I actually have six names. I'm not going to say all of them here. Um, but yeah, those, those, those ones are the most important ones. I am a girl from a township in Mamelodi, or a township called Mamelodi in Pretoria, South Africa. And I am passionate about all things women. Now, the story behind the Umtase Initiative actually goes back to my upbringing um, in Mamelodi, Pretoria, where, well, I'm the only girl child. So I have a lot of older brothers and I have a lot of younger nephews and I'm the only girl child in the family and growing up I've always wanted to have a sister and I, I've, I've always thought oh my god if I could trade all my brothers because they would never help me with my chores at home or they'd never help me with a lot of the things that and you know a girl wants to know when she's like 13 14 you know and I'm like if I could trade all my brothers for sisters that would be such an amazing that would be such an amazing bargain but um, especially living in a township, there are a lot of things, things like your teenage pregnancies, things like substance abuse, things like um, quote unquote ama blessers or sugar daddies and things like that, that you know what, I did not want to find myself in, but I, I thought I really need the guidance of a sister to help me navigate this world as a woman. And you know, there are things that when you're older, you can tell your mother, but when you are 15, 13, there are just some conversations you can never have with your mother because you think oh she's gonna judge me or and I come from a traditional Zulu household so it's not even that she's gonna judge me she's actually gonna flog me so it's better actually not to tell her but I found myself in one way or another having these wonderful older women pour into my life and fill the gap of being a sister being that older sister that I needed and hence the name Umdase because I just thought how many other girls, how many other women, young and old, in every particular in every background or any situation, actually need the guidance or, or want the guidance, the protection and the care of an older sister or a woman who's more experienced in that field to say, hey, listen, Mdase, 
uh, one, two, three, one, two, three, do this, don't do that. Um, look at it this way, don't look at it that way. Or him that say, this guy, I don't think he's good for you. Or that guy, I think is better for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that is the idea and the story behind the Umdase Initiative. It's been in my heart, I think, ever since I was five years old. The minute I realized that actually, I think I need more sisters. So it's been in my heart and I am glad and I'm thankful to God that finally, in the form of the Umdase Initiative and in the form of this podcast, I am able to birth out this idea that has been in me since the beginning of time. So um, just a little bit more about me. I am a graduate of the African Leadership Academy and um, I am passionate about African politics and Africa in global politics. I'm passionate about policymaking, especially policymaking for social development. So how do we create and craft policies that ensure that we have gender equity in government and in workspaces? How do we craft policies that make sure that um, childhood, early childhood development is supported, that youth participation in politics, youth participation in the economy is encouraged? How do we craft policies that ensure that um, our we have a, a sustainable sustainable practices to to safeguard our environment and the planet that we are charged to safeguard or charged to protect you know so that's that, that those that's my area of interest and i most importantly i am a woman and i love being a woman i love all things to do with empowering other women i am my sister's keeper i am a girl's girl i am a gender equity advocate wherever there's women there's me i yeah i just love women i think we are a force to be reckoned with i think we are incredible incredibly powerful um, individuals who have the potential to change the world i mean beyonce said it best who runs the world girl yeah, and some of my icons include women like Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. Um, for those of you who've read her novels, she is, oh my God, her writing, absolutely beautiful. I love how she she's very meticulous. Each and every word, each and every sentence, it's very deliberate. And I'm a, I'm a literati, I'm a lover of literature. So just reading her books, I'm just like, oh my God, this woman. One of my favorite books is half of a yellow sun and purple hibiscus if you haven't read it i think we're going to do we're definitely going to do um recommended books and recommended reads as part of the mdasa initiative and a lot of chimamanda's books are going to be there you can expect that 100 and um more than just that she she is a strong advocate for women empowerment and gender equity she really and very passionately speaks out against patriarchy and how it plays out in African societies. And I think a lot of the times we take, um, the, we criticize feminism to say, well, it doesn't really apply to African women, or it wasn't even crafted for black women anyway. It's very white women focused, and it have it has a classist element to it, right? So it it doesn't even cater for women from lower socioeconomic situations. While a lot of uh, Chimamanda and Amaata Aydu's uh, ideas or um, some of their commentary around African societies is, is it's exactly that. It's, it's introspecting and looking at gender from an African point of view and saying, how do African women experience the world? How do they experience 
the economy how do they experience the family how do they how do they manifest and play out in different structures in the society and i really really just love their commentary and i love how they speak out um for women and we pray that the soul of mama Ata Aidu rests in eternal peace and some of uh, other women that i look up to women like professor Mamukhati Pakeng, who is an absolute powerhouse. She was the former vice chancellor of the University of Cape Town, actually. And she's one of those women who just breaks the glass ceiling, you know? Just the way you thought that, oh yeah, women couldn't couldn't achieve that. And you just have Professor Mamukhati up there and says, women can't do what now? You said women can't do what? Let me show you what women can do. And that is absolutely why I love her. She's fierce. Um, She's professional, she's on top of her game, and she is um, tr she is trailblazing for many other women. Women like um, advocate Tuli Madonsela in the political and legal fraternity doing absolutely incredible work. Women like Michelle Obama, women like Michelle Obama. I really love it when first ladies actually have a name for themselves. You know, you can, you, of course you can say Barack Obama and we know who that is, but you can say Michelle Obama and we know exactly who that is. Um, I always tell my friends that for me, the worst thing that could happen to me is if somebody refers to me as, oh, you are so-and-so's wife. And I'm like, Haibo, so-and-so's wife. I don't have a name. Haibo, my name means something. It's the same my name. So I really love it when women... When when we when we look and aspire into these women who've built a lot and who've really built their names, who've really made their names, worked for their names to mean something in society, and Michelle Obama is definitely one of them. Um, she she herself and along her husband are two powerhouses, and but even just her standing by herself, she's an absolute dynamite, and absolutely love her. I was actually finished. I'm actually reading a book right now, um, her book, um, The Light We Carry, and it's going to be part of our recommended reads for the Mdase, the Mdase Initiative as well. And another thing, I am a woman of faith. Yes, I am a Christian girly, and I love the Lord. I love the Lord. Um, that's I said we're getting up close and personal, so you got to know that about me. I love the Lord. And seeing as I did say that I am South African, well... That goes without saying that I am an Amapiano warrior. I love Amapiano. You know what? I actually think I'm also going to do an Amapiano playlist for the Umtase Initiative because you know what? I think, no, I think I have a proper playlist. Hey, I, I will have a proper playlist for y'all. So I love Amapiano. I love dancing. So um, during my free time, you'll find me there listening to your Gabs of the Smalls, listening to your DJ Maporisas, listening to your Gamompelas, you know? I also love Afrobeats. Oh my God, I love, love, love Afrobeats. I'm praying for the day that I will see Rayma perform live. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I believe it for me. Um, and I love Neo Soul as well. So during my free time, you'll find me with a candle, with lots of candles in my room, um, just listening to Neo Soul and just staring at my roof and absolutely zoned out and just listening to Neo Soul. I'm that kind of person. Yeah, and I am also a gym girly. I've just recently gotten into strength training and I absolutely love it. I highly, 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 highly recommend it to my girlies out there, to bandases out there, especially because, listen, I'm just going to tell you right now, 
I am not a huge fan of cardio. I still do some cardio, but I'm not a huge fan of cardio. And for the longest time, I thought, well, running is the only way to be fit and to be physically active. Like I need to run and get my my, 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 my lungs to feel like they are burning. And yeah, it just never worked for me, hey? But with strength training, I really love the process of getting stronger, the process of building my muscles. And um, it's made me more confident in myself. And I think as women, we absolutely need that confidence in ourselves, confidence in our bodies, um, and just staying fit and healthy, not just for aesthetics, but for the long run as well. And if you won't find me in the gym, where will you find me? Let me see. You'll probably find me in a park with a novel in my hand. I am a literati. I love reading. Um, it's it's a ritual for me. It's part of my. It's it's just a, it's just a beautiful process. It's my form of self care. You'll find me doing that, or you'll find me with my girls. Either we are um, out and about having fun. Or we are having a cookout, or one one or the other. We're binge watching a movie or a series or something. So yeah, that is a little bit about me. And I hope you get to engage with us on social media, so you can get to learn more. So I actually can get to learn more about you and the type of things that you like. Um, because like I said, this is a community. This is a sisterhood community. Singabantase, you and I. And um, in terms of things to look forward to. You can look forward to more podcast episodes with experts from different fields. So we're going to have different professors. We're going to have women from different fields who are experts. We're going to be talking about matters that affect women. Um, and we're also going to have an online campaign with a massive giveaway. Girls, if I say massive, I mean massive. So look forward for that. Make sure you follow us. I'm going to repeat it again. Make sure you follow us on Instagram so that you don't get to miss out on this wonderful opportunity. And we are going to have an Umtasa webinar. And very soon we're going to actually have a live event. So again, look forward to all of that. And um, I'm super excited for uh, you coming along on this journey with me and on this on this initiative with us. I really want us to, to grow my prayer. And I'm actually praying right now is that God just grows this community of women that he he empowers us that he he anoints us with an oil to serve other women that he anoints us and he gives us the heart to serve other women with the love for other women with the love for our sisters to be our sisters keepers to be out and about serving our sisters in every particular field whether personal professional relational health wise Whichever way it is, my prayer is that in each and every single one of us, God puts a heart that loves other women, a heart that cares for other women, a heart that seeks to empower other sisters. And that is just my prayer that in all of us, as we progress, we have the heart and the compassion to bring other sisters along with us, to bring other sisters along with us. And um, with that, that is the end of our first episode. Thank you so, so much for listening and stay tuned for more.